0: I'm an old broken down piece of meat. And I'm alone. You stupid fucking blah Take a stand. Baby bitches <laughs> leave. Enough!
1: It's time to stand. stand. bitches leave. Enough!
0: Take a stand together. Hey
2: team, welcome back to the only podcast where you can hear a couple of guys talk
1: about the movies. I was gonna say I got two hands over here. I was going I couldn't hit the sound. How you doing? How you been? That was a good one, I think. And I think that it matters how good the Hey Team is. It sets the tone for the whole show. It does the tone. <laughs>
2: Welcome to our fifth anniversary spectacular. It's the year 2024. We're in the future. Having a go.
1: Can you believe that we've been doing this for two years? Or f- five years? <laughs> <laughs> I was going it's, oh. long- it's been slightly longer than that.
2: Um, I can and I can't. You know, time, mm. it's just, it's such an elusive, crazy thing, folks. It's a flat circle. It is. As they say. And speaking of that True Detective season 4 has premiered and Is
1: that where that's from?
2: Yes, that's some uh Rust Cole stuff. Have you watched uh the new True Detective
1: yet? If you have, what do you think?
2: I haven't. I don't think I'm even going to give it a
1: shot. I think I'm just like mm.
2: I don't know. Pull I'm, that back
1: a tiny bit. Sorry. I'm not feeling it. Um is it the all female cast? Is it Jodie Foster and who like um Anthony LaPaglia's niece or something. I can't remember who it is. I just
2: don't like how I feel like they're just slapping the name True Detective on a boring, snowy procedural and being like, hey, it's True Detective. Remember that first season that you liked and the second and third that you didn't? And here it is again.
1: I don't know. Just seems like a desperate grab. I'm not a huge fan of shows set in a cold environment. Mm. I I find it off-putting. You don't like a a chill show? I don't. I hate the snow. I hate the cold. I don't want to be reminded of it, especially off season. If Mm. I'm somewhere and and it's warm and I'm watching a cold show. Interesting. I don't know. It's a dumb thing to nitpick on. But what's your top story of the week? I mean, let's get right into
2: it. Tom Cruise in the new year signed a new deal with Warner Brothers to make original and franchise films with them. Tom Cruise has famously worked with Paramount Pictures for several decades, and he'll continue working with them and also do this new thing with Warner Brothers. Big movie, big screen. Loved it. I mean, the first thing on the docket is they want Top Gun 3, which I think we've talked about it before. I think is a mistake. It's too soon. Top Gun 2 being good was like a miracle, and you know they hadn't made a jet fighter movie in like two decades COVID had happened and then this movie came it was like a perfect storm that made the second one mm. a huge hit and they the lesson from it was just like oh
1: just make another one immediately <laughs> and uh it'll be just as good right right hollywood doesn't learn its lesson i think is the gist of pretty much every movie that's come out in the last seven years it's, it's, they race them all out as fast as they can. They reproduce everything and there's just no originality whatsoever anymore.
2: Yeah. They even announced this guy, Aaron Kruger, is on board to write it. And if you're not like a Herb like me, you wouldn't know this, but this is like the guy who writes turkeys. <laughs> they like hire him to bring him in to like get a movie past the goal line just to like finish it. Like him working on this movie is like uh, a bad sign. Mm. And they say, you know, they want to get Tom Cruise. Glenn Powell and Miles Teller back for it. But even
1: if they did, I just got a bad feeling about this. What if they just don't get Cruz back, which is entirely possible? (laughs) Or at least since he's in the picture deal, whatever, they put him in it, but not in the same capacity, like they dial him way back. And it's a Glenn Powell centric film.
2: Yeah, him like, I want to be the Ving Rhames in this movie. I just kind of want to sit in a chair and say my lines (laughs) into the camera. And that's how I'm going to contribute to this film. Hmm. That would be fine by me. One sequel that they're also talking about making to one of his films that I think they should make is Edge of Tomorrow 2. Are you familiar with Edge of Tomorrow? Is that um, Doug Liman? Mm-hmm. Then Yes, I Am. I love that movie. It's Tom mm. Cruise's, it's like a time travel movie. He keeps reliving the same day. Yes. And like this future war. Yes. Him and Emily Blunt. I enjoyed that a lot. It's like a grand slam. They've always talked about making a sequel, but the first one didn't make a ton of money, so they were always like, eh, I don't know. But hopefully it comes together now that this Warner Brothers thing's happened. Because that would be great. And enough time's gone by, like, they should I'm do that trying to think, one. where did
1: that even end?
2: It ended like all time travel movies do, where it's like, ooh, we're back at the beginning. Or are we? Or is it the end? Like, mm. they could do
1: anything with a sequel. Time travel movies, usually I forget about. Like, I can't remember the plot of them. I usually find them
2: frustrating, and there's too many of them in general, but they can be cool. What's the best one? I like Looper a lot. I think that's a real
3: good one. Mm. Eh, One of my best. (laughs) Back when I used to make real movies. Once upon a time. I I haven't lost my mind yet. (laughs) Ryan Johnson, help me. (laughs) All my faculties are are falling out of my ears. (sighs) Maybe you slapped me in Top Gun 3. My teeth are falling out of my head. Take a photo before I'm dead. Hey, put me behind the the wheel of a a fighter jet. Did you guys see me on that Epstein list? (laughs) Now I don't have to feel guilty doing this bit anymore.
1: Oh, yeah. Wait, was he on the Epstein list? sure was. Bruce was. I have a few people that are on the list, but I'm not going to do the... It's already... We're late on this pod, so it's not really that fun news anymore. But the only person I really needed on that list was there and, and he's there, so I mean, I didn't get a good look at the list.
2: I saw a bunch of joke lists where people like Photoshop like I'm on the list <laughs> into it and I I didn't see the real one. Mm. Who else is on there? Is there any like
1: surprises? Um well, I got a couple of them here. Mm. Let me see. Bill Clinton, obviously, David Copperfield is probably the funniest one. Ooh. Cameron Diaz. I don't see that's the thing. there's so many lists. I don't know if this list is fucking real. Cameron Diaz um let's see. A lot of people I've never heard of. yeah, we don't have to I'm trying to find any more good ones, but I think the best one on here is Bruce Willis, and I need it to be real. That is just a wild story mm. that I can't wait for that movie.
2: The Who list? do you think will play him? Epstein? Mm. <sighs> Probably like Benny Safty <laughs> with his new budding acting career. And speaking of the Safties, ah, they I officially say, news. announced that they are no longer a duo. They, mm. like other brother or sibling director duos, like the Coens and the Wachowskis, they've called it quits. The Safty brothers are no longer a unit. And they will continue to make things on their own. They both announced, like, solo projects. And actually, Benny Safdie's first solo directorial effort has been announced as a movie starring The Rock as an A... No, it's with A24. I was going
1: to say, it's an A24 movie, isn't
2: it? It's The Rock as a UFC fighter.
1: I think that might work.
2: I mean... What do you think? It'll be
1: The Rock's first real movie in at least... 15 years i would say the only other movie that he's done that i think he fully worked in was probably fast five was that his first fast movie five or six five is the first Sean's one. screaming the number at home five five you fucking asshole um i think he works
2: in five six and seven he doesn't agreed, work yeah. in eight and then he jumps ship and Hobbs and shaw doesn't work for anybody except flan friend of the show Hmm. Flan actually texted me the other day to tell me he was watching Hobbs and Shaw for the second day in a row.
0: I never said that.
2: (laughs) And it kind of shocked me to my core. Flan does a lot of wild shit. Mm. That's the kind of thing when he he texted me that. Second day in a row? I don't think I even responded. I didn't know what to say. I was just like, like, wow. He
1: watched it. He finished it. He took a day. He Mm -hmm. started it from the beginning again.
2: Hopefully he, like, found it on television
1: again. That's the only way that would make it even kind of acceptable. (laughs) Even that's not all right. He's probably using my my Hulu or something, wherever that ended up. He Um, definitely is. I got a bunch of shit here. Did you see that uh, Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse are now public domain? Like, the original 1928? Yeah, like the Steamboat Willie. Yeah.
2: Yes. And a bunch of people have already rolled out their hacky, like steamboat willie horror movie that is you know they did this with Winnie the Pooh recently i
1: it's the blood and honey uh yeah.
0: oh, blood and
1: honey. i don't feel like doing the winnie impression sorry for the fans at home who enjoy it but i, I don't that movie was really bad and yeah. i think that like just because something is public domain doesn't mean you got to jump on it immediately
2: yeah, it was funny the first time when they were like, "Hey, now that we can do anything with this like character, let's make a horror movie." At this point, it's hack, and they like mm. they knew it was going to become pu- public domain. So the day this happened, people were like, "Here's this already completed movie about like a killer steamboat Willie." And it's like ah, this sucks and isn't funny at all, and you kind of wasted everybody involved's time, in my opinion. Ugh, I just don't. That's in the obits, like horror.
1: Public domain horror shit.
2: I'm going to slam dunk into the obit. We should
1: start doing an obit every week because there's been more of them lately of stuff that I'd like to get rid of. There has. It's back. It's a segment and the fans are fired up about it. The movies. The movies. Do we want to talk letterboxed for a hot second? I would love to. Do you have like your top? Mine was weird and I don't think it was accurate. I don't, I don't really I don't have it up, but... My numbers for 2023 were
2: jaw-droppingly low. Mm. Fans will remember the year prior, we had like a a running tally. And we were trying to like watch more movies
1: than each other. I, I think, got 406. Yeah. For the year. That was actually 2021. Oh, yeah, that was. That was the, the year that I really crushed it. Last year, I did like pretty good. I think I got like 250. But yeah, that year that you got 400, or I was in
2: like the high 300s. So we were putting up numbers and I forgot to log a lot on Letterboxd last year, but they had me at
1: 82 movies. You didn't even hit a hundred? I know. I'm like, what is, what is that? That's like a movie and a half a week. Monty's at home screaming about the math being wrong, but that's not a lot of movies. Someone's going to like take away my movie guy license. Hey, what are you doing instead? <laughs> that's what I want to know. Just like hanging out and stuff. Do you have a double life? there's something do. we don't know about you you're you and the fucking guy are hitting the clubs fucking maybe we're fucking hitting the clubs and shit you and fucking austria uh, um yeah that's that's a bummer who was your top director how about that do you remember wes
2: anderson okay. which i guess i watched uh asteroid city and all his netflix shorts so that explains that my most watched actor was jason statham which i can't explain Although I did watch... Fast movies Expendables and... Expendables uh, 4. Oh, yeah, and he was in Fast 10. Fast
1: 10, Expendables, and probably one more, and you're good, right? Yeah, that's probably it. Wrath of Man, maybe? Yeah.
2: Or- Guess what? You just completely solved. why Them is my number one guy of the year.
1: Where is it in the app? I want to kind of pull it up, because I, I think it might be valuable here.
2: You get it in an email.
1: I never got the fucking email. That's the annoying part. You can hit stats in the app, and then you go 2023, and it'll pull up something. So that's I got that pulling up now, but... They should provide you with it. We're pro members. I watched 144 movies in 2023. And let's see. My most watched blah, blah, blah. Give me the fucking director. I don't want these stats. Yeah, the most watched actor was Michael Malvesti. Mm. I don't even know who that is. I don't either. He was in The Holdovers, The Town, and The Boston Strangler. So those oh. are all movies that got shot here.
2: Yeah, so he's like a bean guy.
1: He's like a Boston guy. So Michael Malvesti, if you're a listener, <laughs> come on the show. Yeah. My next top actors were Owen Teague, Nicolas Cage, Michael Cera, Bradley Cooper, Affleck, Uma Thurman. These ones make sense. Those are pretty cool. My most watched director was Sean Durkin with The Iron Claw and Martha Marcy May Marlene, which I believe I gave one and a half stars. <laughs> what I'm wondering is, how did I only watch two movies by the same director? Mm. that doesn't make sense that and affleck because i watched the town and um gone baby gone
2: but it's fun to like go through this they just have a bunch of weird
1: facts you'd never think about like the first movie you watched the year the last i think everyone should be required to have a letterbox that way i can kind of see what they're up to Mm. the last movie i watched
2: in 2023 maestro and perhaps the worst movie
1: i watched in 2023 or at least the most boring Maestro was so boring (laughs) I wanted to like it. I thought I might pass away. I knew I wouldn't. I wanted to. This, we weren't also, our five year anniversary was not the only anniversary this week. The Sopranos actually just had their 25th anniversary. What the fuck? And they had some sort of a party. You fucking
2: kidding me? Mm hmm. Yeah, I saw that. I announced, or I didn't announce, the HBO's or The Sopranos TikTok, whatever it is. Right. Announced they would be distilling every episode into a 25-second little TikTok in honor of the 25th anniversary.
3: I have been dreaming and <laughs> fantasizing and in love with
2: Furio. That's an episode right That's there. the whole thing. Yeah. I lo- yeah, they're going to like whittle every episode down to like an envelope exchange <laughs> and a cheek smooch.
3: Like, hey, good good show.
2: What the fuck? (laughs) What the fuck is a fucking TikTok? What, you fucking... You put some fucking... (laughs) How
1: about Michael Gandolfini's career exploding and just falling right down the tubes after like one or two performances? (laughs) I think him and Philip Seymour Hoffman's son should be in a movie called like
2: Sides. (laughs) And it'll be my number one of 2025. Called
1: like, so what if I hate my son? (laughs) The movie. The movies.
2: But Sopranos, 25 years. I mean... Probably the greatest show ever made, casually. No big deal. I'd say
1: it's not even close. It's definitely the greatest show ever made. I have no problem with that take. Uh, it's a, I mean, Brotherhood is a close <laughs> Oh, I do have Showtime's, a problem. Showtime's Brotherhood. I have a big problem with that take as
2: it happens. Uh, this is a story that grabbed my attention.
1: Nicole Kidman's suit from her oh, AMC
2: ad is being auctioned off for five thousand to ten thousand hmm. dollars.
1: It's worth much more than that. What do you think?
2: Are you gonna like override the bidding? <laughs> Eleven thousand. <000. laughs> that the movie suit, just in the chill zone. You with like Kevin Garnett and Adam Sandler holding up that lean. I just did the paddle? the pallet hold up. No one can see. He's in. Um, I mean, I think that suit would look great down here in the chill zone. I'm I'm running
1: out of room down here with this new TV. I got the 27-inch cathode ray tube television, like from when we used to be young men. Damn. Back in the young Ankh days. Yes. Little Ankh, whatever that name of that character is. Um, 27 inches is fine. (laughs) I have a 27-inch waist in everything at American Apparel. American Eagle, fuck. Speaking of
2: 27-inch dicks... Pete Davidson reveals he was high on ketamine at Aretha Franklin's funeral. I said Aretha. It's Aretha.
0: My urethra.
2: Urethra, Franklin. <laughs> Shit, I fucked up. I fucked up her eulogy at this funeral. Oh fuck, fuck, fuck. Why am I giving the speech?
1: Shit. Um. Why am I? and better question why is pete davidson at aretha franklin's funeral to i begin be- with i believe he got roped in with ariana grande because she was also a known diva so that i had the same thought and then i thought and i thought about it but Damn
2: it. his new
1: stand-up special on netflix looks kind of funny what do you think all oh, right hey, dude thanks are we in i fucking uh i didn't know he had one i want to watch it right now <laughs>
2: let's go i'm a big bupkis guy i enjoyed bupkis I thought his uh, cameo in Fast X was fucked up. I thought his voice role in Transformers 6 was awe inspiring. Mm.
1: And, but yeah, in seriousness, I will watch his new Netflix special. Speaking of new stuff, did you see the fucked up lineup at the theaters right now? We got Tell me. David Ayers, the beekeeper, which I think might be fun. I want to see Speaking it. Speaking of Jason Statham, we yeah. got Wonka in its 11th week. Oh. We got Mean Girls. The oh. musical reboot for nobody. Even like kids are like, I don't want to watch this. No. It's like it's for nobody. It's for like millennial women that have no sense of humor or something. I don't really know. Uh, that, that
2: like Wonka, it's like a sneaky musical. They're yes. not advertising the fact that it's a musical. People are going
1: to see this and then people start singing and they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like what's happening? Uh, it's Well, and also we have George Clooney's The Boys in the Boat that I believe I offered to pay you $100 to go see and you did not. I declined, yes the offer is now at $150 but you got to watch the entire movie with no phone mm-hmm. not one look okay i'm going to phone keep, off i'm going to think about I it i can't even leave the theater and check like off in your pocket <laughs> 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 i'd feel so i'd feel like lost
2: and alone on an island for eternity I was phoneless less
1: My dad is a huge Clooney directorial f- fan, and so he saw it and goes, it was good, kid, but you definitely wouldn't like it, or something like that. And I was like, I didn't need you to tell me that. <laughs> I, I had a pretty good feeling that was going to be something I didn't enjoy. Oh, kid, you're going to snooze through this one. Oh, and I also forgot about the Color Purple reboot. Oh. Also for
2: nobody. Also a musical mm. that they're not advertising as such. <laughs> Every old- movie is like a like con job. that <laughs> They're like trying to fucking finagle people into just sneaking in the cuts it's there's something good out that i want to see now that we're talking about what's in theaters hmm. besides the beekeeper i'm queuing it up here oh uh poor things poor kid people say that's great and emma stone's like fucking in it the whole time and it's like an artsy piece
1: of work. I want to see that. You're probably going to like that. Yeah. I, I think Yorgos Latimos movies insist on themselves. <laughs> and I've pretended, to, I've pretended to understand and pretended to enjoy all of them. Mm. Ah, yes. The Curse of the Sacred Deer. Phenomenal work. <laughs> Getting to the end of that and be like, mm-hmm. Yep, I get uh, that. That was great. Excellent. Getting to the end of the lobster and be like, mm, hmm That's the resounding theme of Yorgos' films, is they don't make sense. And someone at home is probably going, well, you know, actually, to me, they do. Go back to Tish and shut up. His movies, they are kind of like that, and they're a lot, but also in the same breath... They're interesting. Also, think about how much work Barry Keoghan. Keoghan I still can't say his name, and mm. I've heard people say it differently. That's do, the frustrating part. I was doing the same thing yesterday. I think I'm just, just going to just... say Keegan. Barry Keegan. <laughs>
2: Have you seen him on these red carpets wearing like smocks and like like weird dress and
1: pearls with like his belly out and
2: like a sad look on his face? I love. He seems to be having like some sort of unwinding. I feel like he's taking like Nuke, the drug from Robocop 2 and like (laughs) dressing
1: insane going all these premieres. I feel like he does not know how to be a winner. He's Mm. been like a quiet Irishman his whole life and now he's thrust into the spotlight ahead of all these people like Bradley Cooper who've been doing backflips to get an Oscar for their entire fucking career and no one wants to give it to them. Mm. I'm hoping that Maestro gets 100 nominations for everything from theater like the, the costumes to the theater or the uh the script to the a, every actor and actress and then it gets nothing and bradley cooper's face is on the screen and you get to see his reaction as like barry keegan could win there's yeah. a chance and then <laughs> they bring him up in his speech is just like oh you know m- mumbling a, oh into a microphone not wanting to be there i did love
2: the golden globes happened and yes uh, bradley cooper lost to cillian murphy and they like showed Bradley Cooper when he didn't win in his face. Like everyone was saying it's like the homelander meme when he's like trying
1: to look like he's not pissed. Right. But he's like exploding yeah. with rage. And uh it was so funny. Him spending six years teaching him how to self how to conduct for nothing. Yeah, it's like you shouldn't have said that. Nope. You're a fucking goofball forever. Everyone's now. laughing now. And yeah, that's that movie just doesn't have the juice. No. And I don't. I'm. I'm annoyed that like Barry Keegan and his big penis are gonna get work for probably the next five to four hundred years, yeah. based on the fact that Saltburn was solid. Also, they there was a story
2: about how the scene where he fucks a grave, fucking you know me, and that
1: movie was improvised. Yes, and it's like what? Someone mentioned that to me the other day about it being a great thing, and I was like, hmm. It's like. That's probably why it made no sense and was just kind of like puzzling. <laughs> the stuff that I didn't love about Saltburn wasn't shocking to me. It just didn't feel necessary. Him drinking mm. the cummy bathwater or whatever that was, that just, I get that it's the thing, but then they made such a thing out of it, like reaction videos and a candle that smells like it. But mm. what's that smell like? I thought it was a
2: little dumb overall, but I thought it looked cool and I liked watching it. Mm. It's one, the more I think about it, the more I'm
1: like, I think I hated that. I might have to watch it again because I've been telling everyone I loved it. And he now I'm it. embarrassed and I'm afraid everyone will just go judge with it. most my people loved taste. it. That's fine. Here's the thing though. I made a bet after I watched that movie, I made a bet with Trey that Jacob E Lordy would have a really thriving career in two thousand until two thousand twenty nine at a minimum. Mm. I watched him in a movie with Zachary Quinto, like a road <laughs> trips movie set in the sixties last night that felt like it was made by like you and Dan. <laughs> And it's one of the muggiest things. It just doesn't feel like a movie. It feels like a sketch. And it feels horribly, like, I'll put it this way. Jacob, it was so bad in this movie. It's almost like he's channeling Heath Ledger's Joker, Mm. like doing this weird laugh. And he's too tall to exist in most movies as a regular Joe. Like, Zachary Quinto is one, and he looks midget-like next to... Because I think Jacob lists his height at 6'5". I think he's six six. Oh, word. He, I think he's taller than he says he is because he knows that 6'6 puts him in a category. 6'5 is like almost regular guy height. He's mm. into an NBA player height, and he doesn't want to say that because I think it'll limit his roles. That's my theory. And That's I cool. do not think he has staying power. It's funny if he's so tall, it's like embarrassing. He has yes. to
2: probably one of the few people who's like, yeah, I'm actually. Fucking,
1: That's actually a funny move for my single guys out there. Start telling women you're like five three. Yeah, I used to do that, and then also say I had a micro penis, and then the dumb ones would believe you. They'd be like, "Oh my god, you don't look short in your pictures."
2: Fucking, like, my fucking dick's so big, I fucking have to tell girls it's actually fucking like a little smaller. Than it. Are it's they like afraid
1: fucking, of it, yeah, or I gotcha? Like, that fucking, makes lots of sense, actually. My dick's six three. It's not. It's six feet, three inches. Do you coil it up around your legs? Or? Fucking don't worry about what I do. Also, while we're on the subject of giant dicks, can we stop with Dan Levy? <laughs> I don't want any more Dan Levy anything ever. And I don't yeah. want anyone to talk about Shits Creek ever again. And I want his face gone. I support all of this. He's been sitting in the obits with Star Wars for like a year and a half. How about like a Dan Levy directed Star Wars movie hmm. with like... What, like Jar Jar Binks, I don't even—I don't even know where I'm going with this. I just—I really do not like Dan. I didn't enjoy Succession. I never understood it. I do like. The,
2: I'm picturing Eugene Levy bouncing off of Jar Jar Binks. I'm kind of having fun imagining that.
0: <laughs> There's two Skywalkers. <laughs>
2: Eugene Levy walks in on Chewbacca fucking a pie Woo! fucking a space pie
0: Eugene Levy welcome to the to the Star Wars movie that you're directing with John Favreau <laughs> everyone in the cast is gay and you're sitting on the cover of Vanity Fair cross-legged talking about how you turned down a role in Barbie <laughs> oh Dan Levy it's me C-3PO
2: Oh, C-3PO. What's up? I am also gay.
0: Wow. Do you know who else is gay? But allegedly, Will Smith.
2: Oh, goodness.
0: Wow. (laughs) I'm here in the Star Wars universe, and man, I have never had this much gay sex. (laughs) My asshole is raw. (laughs) Wow, Jada, get the lube tonight, girl, because I'm still going (laughs) to let you peg me and then talk about it on Red Table Talk.
2: Cut to Jada on her Facebook show. And that's when I knew C-3PO was was in a situation ship with Will. And the situation ship just got serious. Will,
0: it's me, Jabba the Hut. Oh. Baba, Gaba, do. <laughs> oh. I'm obese. Yes, hello. It's me. I'm Jabba the Hut. Oh, it's Parsons. I-, I-, I have... Uh, a woman from Normal High School whose name I can't say on air because I don't want to get canceled on a chain. But you all know who I'm talking about. She was in the nook. Fuck.
1: Shit, shit, shit.
0: (laughs) They're all there.
1: (laughs) All right. I'm getting a headache from all of this and it sounds bad. So I'm going to go ahead and turn this down. Wow. I mean, I can't believe that the next Star Wars
2: movie is going to have Will Smith fucking Jabba the Hutt and Parsons is going to I felt like I was flailing
1: that. a little and then I brought out Will Smith and saved it. What do you think? I'm in on it. Whew. Will I Smith support. is like my ace in the hole. Ha ha. Wow, Ank. Speaking of holes, <laughs> do you remember me on the set of Bad Boys
0: 2?
2: And also, uh, Star Wars-wise, they announced... Instead of a fourth season of the Mandalorian, they're going to make a Mandalorian and Grogu movie directed by Jon Favreau, which you were just joking about. But this (sighs) is real and produced by uh, all the people you'd expect. So that's their new move, because like Star Wars and Marvel is dying. And they think all the bad Disney Plus shows Mm. did a lot to tarnish the brands of these things. Sure did. And make people think that they shouldn't go out to the theater to see such things. And they're right. Mm. And we will see if people flock out for the Mandalorian and Baby Yoda movie. Will that put your butt in a seat? No. In two calendar years? I don't think so. And I'm a little... What if Baby Yoda looks really cute in the trailer and they show him, like, zipping around and, like, zapping hmm. people?
1: What about if Baby Yoda was played by uh, Seth MacFarlane?
0: Nah. Hey. <laughs> hey, Mando. <laughs> Have you seen the new Ted, Ted TV show on Peacock? <laughs> Scott and Dan watched the entirety of it in two days i was trying to find it and i couldn't and i gave up (laughs) it's a legit 10 out of 10. (laughs) i started watching as a goof (laughs) then i started laughing out loud oh peter
1: Hmm. (laughs) what if we were also in star wars
0: (laughs) remember those (laughs) star wars parodies that we made
1: what the deuce what was it called like the blue ruin or it was blue something blue comet That was when Family Guy was really cooking back in the day. Mm. Family Guy is still cooking, for those that have not gotten into it in a while. Season 22 is hysterical, and I think it just finished. There might be a couple left, but... They have at least one bit in episode where Mm. it makes you go like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) 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 like a good chibi. I think the the fact that they're getting away with the stuff they're getting away with brings me a lot of joy because some of it is just cheap. And like, for example, this storyline, how Jimmy Kimmel threatened to sue Aaron Rodgers Mm -hmm. because Aaron Rodgers made a joke about him being on the Epstein flight logs even though he wasn't. Mm. Now, like Aaron Rodgers just lost half of his broadcasting career. Like he's off of some show that men watch that I can't think of the name of, like Felger and Maz or whatever the (laughs) fuck it's called. And then I think ESPN let him go too, probably because Jimmy Kimmel is more of a cash cow for them, given the fact that he's also an ABC employee. Mm. But like Family Guy, South Park, and that's basically it. And South or Family Guy, South Park, and that's it. They're the only ones left. Eric Andre, who can be controversial and get away with it, mm. eating his own vomit in front of LC from the hills. And who knows how long that'll last. I think... Peter Griffin might be on the flight logs. Holy shit. I think they might have gotten... we him. hadn't already just done it, bring that up in 10 <laughs> minutes. Um, did you see, speaking of people who got canceled, did you see that they booted Jonathan Majors off that uh, 48 Hours in Vegas, the movie about Dennis Rodman? I did see that. That seemed like good casting.
2: I could really picture him nailing mm. a Dennis Rodman juggernaut performance.
1: Well... He also like got kind of semi-canceled even by black Twitter because he came out the other day and said that Megan Good, he compared her, who's his girlfriend now, amidst all of the controversy, he compared her to Martin Luther King Jr.'s wife, Coretta Scott King. A word. And everybody was like, Lionsgate just dropped you from a shitty movie about Dennis Rodman and you're gonna compare your girlfriend and yourself really to Martin Luther King and his wife. Yeah. Because she put up with the fact that you beat women. He'll probably be in Lady Ballers too next year. <laughs> what, what was Megan Good in? I can't even remember. Her face sure. is very recognizable, like the, the Clueless TV show or something. Hi. I'm not sure. Mm. And Shia LaBeouf is going to become a deacon in the Catholic Church. I saw that too. That is wild how about we give him a normal acting role and he stops being so intense and we just like slowly work him back into into good movies again yeah rather than him going fully off the deep end with his retribution tour
2: yeah what a wild move he also got canceled and he's like i guess i'll just i'll just join the catholic church they're all canceled Yeah, just a bunch of pedophiles and me yeah (laughs) work right work right in I mean, Shia, this is not what I expected to become of Mutt Williams. Give me all you got, Shia.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, he was once a bright, shining star.
0: Mm. Remember
2: uh, Wall Street 2, Money Never Sleeps? I sure do. Remember that run of a few years where he was like the guy? Yeah. He, he was in every movie getting made. Yes. like He did like Fury, two
1: Transformers movies. Indiana um, Jones 5, right. Wall Street 2, other ones I can't think. He was like the guy it's because he's very good and then he did like other later good stuff like honey boy was excellent and peanut butter falcon was excellent and then Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. he did a bunch of fucked up stuff and no one wants to forgive anybody ever Mm. and uh what did he do that lady in the water or whatever the fuck (sighs) the woman in the tub giving birth oh yeah that was decent promising young woman what the fuck was that called that was his
2: last movie i can't remember it's him and vanessa kirby they were good is she in mission impossible she is. There it is. Babe. Big baby, big tub. Loved it. Did you see that Gary Busey pulled down his pants <laughs> and exposed his penis to urinate that's in a, public?
1: I did do that. Scott P stands for punctuality, E, Epstein flight logs, N, uh, Nuremberg, uh, I, I am on enough, the podcast, S, Scott Sweeney. That's that's what that stands for, penis. Fuck, I had a feeling you'd make sense of this. Gary Gary, by sucking my cock.
2: Gary, I would love it if I'm with Busey. Your uh, famous former Comedy Central show would come back for a second season after all these years. What
1: was that other show he did where he was like a like a pet judge or something? And there was like, well, I'm a, I'm a pet judge. <laughs> I love just how like, like your Gary dude. Busey sounds more like Alex Jones. <laughs> what do you think? Well, it's me. <laughs> Remember me in Point Break? <laughs> I was great in that Utah. Get me too.
2: Thugging. I, uh, Gary Busey's is just like a very intense, like fucked up dude.
0: The time for civil disobedience is
2: here. I used to love I'm with Busey. I thought that was like. I don't remember it really. Was it on E? It was like. TV? I think it was before its time. I think it was mm. on Comedy Central. Yeah, maybe. It was before, like, everyone had a reality show and everything was goofy. It was just some guy, like, hired him to just like accompany him on these weird
1: right it was just it was great you want to know my favorite Busey thing of all time his appearance on entourage when he's standing on the beach talking to like turtle or something and Ari comes over and he just looks at him and he has like a headband on he's like you are a gut maggot with no guts (laughs) and then Jeremy Piven goes you're gonna spin off this planet I love it yeah it's like one of my favorite lines of dialogue in anything ever (laughs) You're spin off
2: Yeah, that's why Entourage was good.
1: Entourage used to be a great show, and everyone loves to forget that. And I don't have a problem with the later seasons of Entourage. In the moment, it was fucking phenomenal. And I'll never forget. Badly.
2: Hashtag never forget about Entourage being good. I feel like we should do a group
1: Entourage rewatch. What do you think? Yeah, guess what? I'm ready to sign on the dotted line about that. Do you remember when we used to open the show to the Entourage theme? Yeah. Was that funny? Yeah, let's start doing it again. For those at home, again. was that funny? Oh, yeah. Uh, speaking of Barry Keegan, who's
2: been coming up a lot on tonight's program, The Weeknd. Hey, how's it going? And stars in Trey Edward Schultz's new film with Barry Keegan and Jenna Ortega.
1: Thank God I got this good casting, because I had a really tough time on The, on the Idol, and it, I, I kind of torpedoed my career, and I'm, re- I'm really happy that I'm back, and I got another movie, and, and he, he typically has some success with, like, Blue Ruin and Red Rocket or whatever else he's directed. <laughs> yes.
2: I mean, it's impressive that you're working on a new project. A lot of people said that you should maybe, like, go into seclusion... An embarrassment after making the idol what the,
1: about my two minute scene in uncut gems where i showed julia fox my boner in a closet i mean i actually thought he was good in that i remember thinking like is the weekend cool and a good actor but then he made the idol and all of that went out the window when i i'm a big weekend guy and i love the weekend i used to love his i still love his music really but I, I a weekend song came on at the gym the other day and it was me one of my other trainers and both our clients and all four of us agreed that after having seen him in The Idol, every time we hear his music, it's a little bit ruined. Mm. And I'm not, I am not—I thought that I was uh, going to die on that hill alone, but people are kind of coming with me like, eh, I don't know.
2: No, it's it's a huge misstep. And I'm glad he's continuing to do more acting, even
1: though it's not going well. Oh, yeah. I hope it gets even worse, is yeah. my goal for the weekend.
2: Because, yeah, like he's so good at music. It's like, just do that. This is like Michael Jordan playing baseball. It's like, why are you doing this? Is it like, in you? Like, you're embarrassing yourself. Everybody hates this.
1: He did come out with, like, one or two cool pairs of Jordans from his baseball days, but that's the only positive. Okay. Speaking of positive, did you see that one of the guys from Rascal Flats? there was a rumor that he was transitioning to become a woman, and it's not true. Oh, Rascal Flats. I mean, life really is a highway. This cod cut. Such a cod cut. Him cod nodding in the Subaru. (laughs) Love
2: the the cod nod. Do they have any originals of note or is this their most famous song, a juicy cover? I
1: am somewhat of a Rascal Flatts guy, but this is pretty much all they got. I'm gonna turn it off so that we don't get demonetized. I don't know if I told you this, but we're monetized now. We make about a hundred grand an episode. A word? Uh-huh. Right up there with Rogan, actually. Hell yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: mm. um, um, somebody said that, speaking of the Epstein flight logs, Cod bit here, actually. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is on the flight logs, and Cod said, "Do your worst, Mister Epstein, like the <laughs> Aviator." I <laughs> spit all over my phone. I was laughing so hard. That's inspired. It's very funny with that like bona song playing as they fly down. We were watching that on TV the other day. We watched the better part of the Aviator with
2: mm. a friend of the show, Daniel.
1: Had he never seen it? I imagine he hadn't. That's always fun. He's never Him seen doing anything. Hallmark,
2: yeah. So I can. We happen upon a movie I've seen like nine times, and then I can like
1: watch it for the (laughs) first time through Uh, him. Oh. The Aviator, huh? Oh, Howard. It's me, 50's Inc. How you doing? Uh, I was in The Aviator. That scene with the peas, that was me in the background doing the Charleston. Ooh, it was
2: you alongside Adam
1: Scott and Jude Law? Oh, yeah. It's a hell of a cast. Howard, you madman. Um, 50's Inc., have you ever seen Entourage. Well, I've never heard of it, but back in my day, we had an entourage in in the Korean War.
2: (laughs) I think entourage would blow 50 Zang's mind.
1: Yeah, you know this. This is what the future's like? I'm always open to a futuristic show. (laughs) Have you ever seen Leave it to Beaver? My goodness. They had a conduction oven (laughs) and uh, radium shoes. And the Jetsons. (laughs) They're fun. Wave of the future. (laughs) I drive a Chrysler Studebaker and cook with baking soda. My wife is a mute. You're
2: so 50s. I got nothing left. Ang. Have a goo. Fifty <laughs> 50s, Ang, always great to hear from you.
1: I hadn't done him in a bit. There's no doubt. I feel like he's requested. He is.
2: And I don't know if you saw this or heard about this, but Mia Goth is being oh. sued by an extra of her upcoming film, Maxine. Which is the third entry in Ty West's uh Mia Goth horror trilogy. Did
1: Ty West do the V C R movies? Or VHS rather? I think he did a part of, of the first one. Of one. Them. Yeah. And then he started making more real movies. Yes. Including X and um Okay. Gotcha.
2: And yeah,
1: X and Pearl and Master. Hated them both that yeah. People like these. I don't know. You know what I would ask people that liked Pearl and X? Mm.
0: What do you like about it?
1: <laughs> what do you like about it? Classic.
2: Yeah, they're just like, I'm going to chalk it up as if they're not for me. I'm classy now. Wow, what a good guy. But these, this upcoming one is probably also not for me. Mm. But she intentionally kicked an extra in the head with her boot during a take. And on the, man, purpose? the man then claims Mia approached him in the bathroom afterwards and taunted, mocked, and belittled
1: him. That's not very nice. It's not. She has no eyebrows, right? So if she kicked me in the head... And then came into the bathroom, I'd go, nice eyebrows, cunt. <laughs> and then immediate game over. She'd be scared. I'm looking at a picture of her. She is kind of lacking in the eyebrow. Right? No out. eyebrows. I would absolutely go, what do you got, alopecia? And then push her into a urinal. And you
2: draw some Uncle Leo eyebrows on her <laughs> and then fucking give her a shove. Swarm, I'm, swarm. She's a, a rising star. This is a pretty serious um if this happened or what the
1: deal is what do you think i don't like her very much so she's also dating shia labeouf so i imagine she's just getting canceled to make him feel better right or maybe shia labeouf's
2: rubbing off on her perhaps his his violent ways him at home
1: just like you don't just
0: beat up everybody it's
1: the best way to do it they're like well i i am quite weird and everything maybe i don't even know what her voice sounds like she's one of those that you look at her and she has like a scary face she's kind of cute but like i get her and um jenna ortega mixed up for whatever reason they're nothing alike
2: they do both have like young faces yeah and are both in like
1: weird horror movies for the most part i've reached an age where i start to feel creepy being attracted to certain actresses which i think is a good sign that i'm not a pedophile fucking that's pretty fucking unlike older boy I mean... He was a pedophile indeed. Yes. Um, can I take you down to the sports corner? I have a f- number of stories. I would love that. Okay, cool. I mean, I got a sports story. Kaboom. I'll let you go. All right, men. There's a new football player named Noah Kaniga. K-N-I-G-G-A. So be careful how you say that. I know. Did you did you run this by, like, Alexa I wish I did. I'm gonna turn the music down a little here, and uh, I'm gonna rifle these off quickly. ESPN apologizing after a woman flashed her boobs in the crowd at a broadcast. One of the the owner of the Panthers threw a drink on a fan is being fined three hundred thousand dollars. A Bills fan was killed outside of Dolphin Stadium by a gun, and Michael Strahan's daughter has a brain tumor. Oh, word. Do you think that they'll be able to cure that brain tumor with whatever is between the gap in Michael Strahan's teeth? Sto- stay tuned and check back in.
0: I wrote that bit and it's cheap as shit.
1: Uh, wow. Uh, <laughs> you hit the post there. <laughs> just hitting the post with jokes about a child having a brain tumor mm. that's how i i know that i should not recommend this podcast to my clients that's vintage ang the ones who are still listening tom i'm giving you another weekly shout out i appreciate you for new ank clients if you've made it this far i'm doing a bit this is a shtick i'm not really this guy no doubt I just can't believe that you
2: didn't mention the fact that the Pats have a no head coach. Oh, my God, dude. dude. They fucking sent Belichick home. I've been...
1: What about, like, fucking Drew Bledsoe and yeah. Mac Jones? Like, yeah. they're going to be good on the lineup, right? They're gonna. Be... We've been hanging out at the bar. We've been drinking, talking about... Have you oh. fucking... Seen like how good the bar is gonna be?
2: We're actually putting together a team. Like, oh my uh, god! Tell
1: me about it. It's
2: like we're called the Little Patriots. It's like the Little Giants that movie with Rick Moranis, yeah, yeah, yeah. where they had a team of underdogs. Is it, Gronk there? Gronk's there because he
1: doesn't play anymore either. Oh shit, kid! It's the Patriots parade. We won this year. I'm out there shirtless. I got my face painted red and blue. You do. You do. And like michael strahan's here and like yeah. we're giving him braces we are. and All then right.
2: brady's fucking showing up and i'm like why weren't you in the ted prequel
1: series on peacock you were in ted 2 the fuck brady or tom brady making appearances and things is always embarrassing
2: yes especially in his feature film 80 for brady
1: Ugh. Yeah. speaking of f- friends of the show did you notice that 50 cent said he is giving up sex for the year 2024 (laughs) oh wow he's actually here with us hey 50 how you doing buddy
2: fucking man shit I'm not fucking no more. (laughs) You're
1: not having sex with anybody all year? How's that even possible? You're in the midst of your final lap tour. You're doing so well. You performed here uh, last night. He was playing somewhere in Boston. Was he really?
2: He was. I would have gone to that. That's actually why he's here with us today. (laughs) Yeah, man. This bit
1: actually making sense? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, shit, man. Before it starts making too much sense, why don't we just say, what if like 50 Cent was on the Cosby show? Hmm. I mean, that. Well, was... you
0: know, 50.
1: I heard you weren't gonna be having sex anymore, so I got you some Spanish fly to give to all the women. Put it in Scott's drink.
2: Oh, you're going to help 50 Cent have more sex by giving him a <laughs> well, Spanish fly to give to women. if you're having a
1: problem getting sex because the women aren't asleep, then here's your drink and
0: Scott, take a sip.
2: Because that's the only problem that could occur. The right sipping Bell? and the
0: bipping and the boopin. Yes, the bippin is... <laughs> okay, I'm out of here.
2: Bill, what do you think about the fact that S. Craig Zahler has a new film in the
1: works? Does he really? He does. That's awesome.
3: Oh, I love dragged across
0: concrete. <laughs> I drag women across concrete to get them into bed. Bill, <laughs> women that pass
1: out.
2: Bill, that is rude mm. and untoward.
1: I call my dick my bone tomahawk.
2: I'm going to put
1: it in your body <laughs> without your consent.
2: Wow. That's even more shocking than that scene in Bone Tomahawk. Give me another
1: Craig Zoller movie. I need one more. Um, Fuck. What's the other one? Dragged across concrete, bone tomahawk. I I, there's a brawl in cell block 99 oh, yes. it's me having sex with somebody if you nope that one didn't work if you haven't seen these films <laughs> i got uh, greedy i recommend them they're I all i got greedy up. they're you all know. great so uh, and i actually did not love dragged across concrete on the first watch mm. it's a second watch movie second watch i was i was love loving it it's it it has a whole and i think mel gibson may have been a miscast i don't want to say miscast mel gibson and vince vaughn are a questionable duo, but for whatever reason, it does work. You're a dishonest cunt. You're supposed to s- just smile and blow me. <laughs> I feel like I need sound drops of those, and I f- maybe I, think I do you have them. Are you
2: sure? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. You have at least. Where I'm- the
0: fuck
2: is he? You fucking cunt. That's a different. I want to look at this soundboard. I want to see how they're all labeled. Like, is that one labeled Day "cunt"?
0: Day she talks.
1: Man? Each word more useless than the next. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where it is. Unfortunately, my soundboard is such a mess that stuff just disappears. Adabadoo. And I should have brought this up when we were talking about <laughs> Letterboxd
2: earlier, but they've announced they're going to bring the logging of television shows to the platform later this year, much to the chagrin of the film Twitter community. I don't
1: love that either. Yeah. That's just more work for me. And Make it a different app then.
2: I like barely use it anymore. I kind of just like. I don't know, just using it just, like, doesn't occur to me anymore. I need to be better about it. I'm going to try to make a point, too. But them adding TV shows, like, if I open Letterboxd and see someone logging, like, an episode of Stranger Things, I'm just going to, like close the app
1: and never open it probably yeah i don't need tv i don't need people's opinions on each episode either what if you you watch season two episode three of reacher and you're gonna talk about how the story got diluted like yeah i know i watched it too it stinks actually you know what i'm back in on this idea and i want to start logging episodes of reacher immediately (laughs) the first season of reacher well let's talk about it in reviews more (laughs) so but i I loved it and it's losing me kind of like um forrest whitaker's ex-wife who is now deceased Oh. They revealed the cause of her death. Did you hear about my wife? <laughs> her, her, we, we're divorced, so I don't know why this is
0: a headline, but my wife was an alcoholic, and she had alcoholic liver syndrome,
1: and, and it killed her. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad. That <laughs> cunt. <laughs> oh,
0: I thought
2: you were gonna r I thought our death was wow. gonna be caused by the fact that you have a lazy eyes. Wow, somehow. Forrest. I was what waiting.
1: if I was also in The Last King of Scotland and we were on set together and we decided to have sex? <laughs> I mean, Is this bit still
3: good? I would think that would be fantastic. <laughs> I, I would eat my enemies, <laughs> I eat Will Smith's cock.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I forget. Um it's there's a- gonna be a Peaky Blinders movie <clears throat> to the excitement of nobody on earth i can't wait to like fall asleep in a theater looking at a bunch of british guys in hats smoking sea eyes. i've tried to watch peaky blinders countless times at least three times maybe four and i think at this point cillian murphy
2: it's like he's about to be an oscar winner probably i feel like this would be like a step down
1: cillian rail Ooh,
2: also i'm glad, i forgot to write this down but this just reminded me mm. they announced that danny boyle and the guy who wrote Twenty Eight Days Later, are yeah, reteam. For, well, that'll be cool. Uh,
1: uh, another entry in that called Twenty Eight Years Later. Mm. Has which, it actually been twenty eight years? It hasn't been. No, it hasn't. It's been like twenty four years. That but, sucks. But it's still pretty cool. Wait, the actual twenty eight. I mean, it's I'd like rather have it three years away. I'd rather have it sooner than wait longer for it to make more when sense. When did that come out? Like ninety nine? I think like two thousand three. Uh, okay. Whatever. If it was like a year away, it would be more frustrating.
2: But I think that will be... Uh, I got high hopes for it. I love the original. If you've mm. never seen 28 Days Later, folks, Yeah, it's a great one. It's like one of the best
1: zombie movies. That and, and like the really? Dawn of the Dead remake, I yes. think, are the two best. And the original Dawn of the Dead, probably. That, or Night of the Living Dead, rather. This could bring zombie movies back
2: after The Walking Dead sent it into the obits. Hmm. But we'll see i got a good feeling about it and we'll see if uh cillian murphy comes back for that killian they, they didn't announce is it killian it's killian fuck, i fuck that up it's every cillian time cillian
1: rail from american Psycho is where the mcguffin and whatever is happening for you not mcguffin what's the word i'm looking for it's it get it, like a memory yeah. log block
2: but, but i hope he comes back for this because he's like the star of that movie mm. and
1: uh i'm not wearing hockey pants the work Killian. Killian. We'll remember. Um, Did you see that against all odds, Max is releasing a second season of Ansel Elgort's Tokyo Vice? (laughs) I saw an ad for that on Instagram
2: and literally (laughs) laughed out loud. Oh, yeah. I was like, Tokyo Vice is getting a season two she and it's season... about to
1: come out? I'm surprised they put Ansel Elgort in anything ever again. Didn't he get Me Too'd by like yes. eight women? I think, yeah, he had like pretty
2: serious sounding alligator to the point where like Steven Spielberg like said something about it because he right. was in West Side Story.
1: And they edited him out, edited him out of the trailer and the poster because he was in the movie so much and they didn't want it to flop. And then guess what? It flopped anyway because it's bad, not because the character got canceled. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I can't even remember how it did. Definitely didn't do well. Yeah, he got. I can't believe Tokyo Vice. Like, who on earth saw this and is like, "Nice, my favorite show is back."
3: Tokyo Vice season two. I want to
1: say I watched all of the first season. I want to say don't respect myself. That is not possible. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I watched at least like five or six of them. Go on my HBO Max profile sometime just to check. (laughs) This also reminds me. The other day. Uh, you said something about The Cleaning Lady, some Hulu <laughs> Fox show. I was like, what is The Cleaning Lady? And you were like, I watched the entire first season. I brought up The Cleaning Lady because they're one of the main stars. Adam Canto is dead at 42. And Rest in peace. May he rest in peace. Along with uh, Thor's Whitaker's wife.
3: I can't believe Ankh
1: watched the entire first season of The Cleaning Lady. What if
3: me and Will Smith were cleaning ladies that had sex with each other?
2: I love that it's just... Shows it's like what's even going on out there? All these shows that I hear, that I'm
1: just like shocked. Did you hear that Paul Mitchell, the shampoo guy's son, drowned and is dead? I didn't, and I'm surpri- I'm actually surprised I didn't hear about that
2: because that has no impact on anyone who's ever lived.
0: No, 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 except
1: for maybe his immediate family. Mm. Very maybe. Can we take a break? I'm I'm like crossing my legs to hold my piss in. That sounds fair, but I just want to take one moment you got, yeah. to
2: talk about how poorly Joe Coy did hosting the Golden
1: Globes. <laughs> I was going to bring that up too, but i go for it. Yeah, that's... that's he, he really, really fucking tanked. He ate shit. <laughs> He's not funny. Like, I've never laughed at anything he said. But the Golden Globes, it was like he was doing like chauvinistic, stupid bits that no one cared about. He was offending people because it was so unfunny.
2: Yeah. And he, like, he... Did a joke, it bombed, and then he'd like explain why it bombed. He'd be like, oh, yeah, like, like yeah, it's a busy night here, uh, a lot of jokes. Uh, you guys are laughing at the ones I told. Uh, you're not laughing at the ones that
1: the other writers did. It's just like, you are flailing. This is bad. He has weird veneers and an ugly head. I'm <laughs> out on him. I don't want to look at him. Him on Chelsea was probably the funniest he's ever been, and it was just because of their writers and her. Mm. he's a nobody and uh blaming the writers when you bomb and also saying oh i only had 10 days to prepare if you're a professional comedian with like two decades plus in the business and a team of writers helping you with the one of the easiest groups of people to make fun of on the planet Mm. there's no excuse you had two weeks dude it's so funny to be
2: like yeah like you're bombing you're just up there like like yeah, there's a lot of problems out there. Like you know,
0: just fucking
1: everyone's busy. Surprised he fucking... wasn't doing COVID
2: bits. Yeah, I'm I sure didn't he's... watch any of it. Maybe he did. Um, I watched a good amount of it because I also have no respect for my own time.
1: Let's um, let's take a quick break and we'll be back with our featured review of the Mel Gibson movie, The Sound of Freedom. Yes, excellent. We'll be right back. Uh... Oh, welcome back, Hoop (laughs) Pizzle. Open up that kizzle on the mizzle. We're ready to do the second half fizzle. We're back. It's me, Snoop Dogg.
2: (laughs) The only podcast where you can hear me and Snoop Dogg talk about the Moo Zizzles.
1: (laughs) Oh, the Moo Zizzles. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh.
2: The movie.
1: I really wanted to come back with the beat cows, and I got vetoed heavily, which I understand. Snoop Snoop, and I watched Nefarious, uh, a hot new Amazon Prime joint this week. What did you like about it, Snoop? Or he's gone already, <laughs> but it was one of the... How much of it did you get through, is my first question. We're talking... Seconds? Minutes?
2: Possibly seconds. No, yeah. I got
1: like eight minutes into this feature. Let's see what I have down here for notes. I wrote literally just Nefarious.
3: And the fairies, this is the kind of movie I'd be in if I was in, in a better spot.
1: Wow. Bruce Willis, <laughs> you're losing your mind. So, like in Men in Black, let's have sex and then you'll forget about it. All right? ha! <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, Will, did we ever make a picture together? I can't remember. Do I you- believe that you got paid two mil for
0: my, the Guy Ritchie adaptation of Aladdin <laughs> that no one on earth saw. <laughs>
2: But he was like the CGI fucking likeness of
1: the him as lamp like Jafar out <laughs> of his mind. I did
3: the motion capture for the carpet. <laughs> That's all I got left <laughs> to
1: play inanimate objects. My mind is empty.
2: But is this the kind of movie? Were there any takeaways from this Sean Patrick Flannery joint? Or was this just like
1: dog shit? I'd rather watch a John Flannery joint. Mm-hmm. I, I really was embarrassed for everyone involved. I had to write down his name because the guy who plays Adam Davies on Entourage, uh, <laughs> Jordan Belfie, who is just really mailing it in. Did you want the? I'm just gonna spoil it for those that care. Nefarious. Here comes a spoiler. And the movie is just to give the summary real quick. The movie is like a psychiatrist analyzing a guy who's nuts with multiple personalities. You want to get nuts? <laughs> before he, let get nuts! Before he gets put down. And uh, at the very end of the movie, Jordan Belfi has like, there's at one point it's like this like curse slash like he's possessed. And Jordan Belfi gets it from Sean Patrick Flannery. And then at the very end, you think it's gone and like they do the twist that it isn't. And there's like this homeless person that's like, remember me? And it's like, no, no, the thing is back. Dun, dun, dun. One of the cats just taking a giant shit and like moving every piece of litter in the box as usual for the second (laughs) half. Thanks, guys. I mean, they know how to time things just Mm. right. Right at that, right at the beginning, just like we like so much. So avoid nefarious. Yeah. Sean Patrick Flannery was really going for it. This is basically M. Night Shyamalan split for dummies. It's not good at all wow I didn't even watch
2: enough to really speak to it but it put me right to bed It was a nice mm. little lullaby the other
1: night you told me it was a big old pile of shit yeah, <laughs> threw sure. it on and just lights out I, I almost paid for this movie like six months ago and it fell its way onto Amazon prime as you say unceremoniously dumped <laughs> and it's just it's just awful these movies plop onto these services like a big fat shit i've said this time and time again Uh, there's guarantee there's somewhere in sean patrick flannery's mind that he was the more talented one in boondock saints and the fact that norman Reedus hit like the television lottery with the walking dead series is
2: very frustrating for him he's on the set of nefarious like looking up like uh the
1: walking dead daryl dixon gets picked up for season two three and four daryl dixon riding by on that motorcycle Like, is yeah. this the reality show or a spinoff? I don't know which one it
2: is. He he, cruises by on his motorcycle, hits a puddle, and just douches Sean Patrick
1: Flannery as he's fucking homeless on the streets, just lying there, cranking out Amazon Prime originals.
3: Say, like, hey, once upon a time we were Boondock Saints. Hey, how you doing? Eh. Yeah. What if I was in the Boondock Saints
1: third movie with fucking Troy Duffy? He's the only guy that'll get me to work except for Randall Emmett. Can we put me and Chad Michael Murray as the Boondock Saints?
3: Hey. How are hey, you doing, Chad? He's a great guy. Spiriti sancti. Uh? Why see, I forget the rest? You ever see a Cinderella story with him and Hilary Duff? <laughs> yeah, they both killed it. It's a the, hell of a... F- the Two <laughs> Mill Saints. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how you doing, uh... I got this trench coat and a gun, and I don't know who gave me a gun on set. <laughs> I'm gonna, oh, sh- I oh, got, I got—I accidentally shot the prop director. I'm so sorry. Someone set up a piece of shit cop named Oden. <laughs> I don't know. There's
1: so many references. I don't even know what anything is anymore. Is the Two mil Saints funny, or can we do better? <laughs> I mean, the, the Lost His Mind Saints. Uh, uh,
3: maybe I show up in Fast Eleven. I know know it's the review section, but I just got to sneak this little bit of news that I just saw in... The Two Teeth Saints? (laughs) The Two Teeth Saints.
2: (laughs) This is uh, breaking news. Fast 11 will reportedly go back to the basics and we'll have a budget of 200 mil or less and will apparently be a
1: throwback to the first film. I said, we said, I should say, that they should have done this with all the sequels Past, They stopped being Fast and the Furious movies after the first two. Let's be honest. Once they went to Tokyo and brought in Lucas Black, it was all bets were off. See, I think at this point, this is a mistake
2: and they should continue getting more ridiculous. <laughs> like you can't after fast 10 like one of the most jaw droppingly ridiculous movies ever made. They're going back to basics. To I don't even me, know how how they're
1: going to do this. An argument can be made for that. Yeah. I, is, I see where you're coming from. I just think that this is the smarter play overall. But like, you're right. It's too, at this point, it's too late.
2: We're getting Terrence Malick
0: to direct <laughs> Fast Eleven. It's going to be a really stripped down affair.
1: Terrence Malick and
0: Yorgos Lanthimos in a two hander, <laughs> the most
1: confusing, serious A twenty four drama ever made. The movie, three and a half hours long.
3: The movies. I mean, the, movies <laughs> the movies. The movies. The movies, yes, the movies. That I could smell that cat
2: shit. It's creeping over. <laughs> it's smelling <laughs> pretty ripe.
1: Luckily, I don't have much of a sense of smell. That big lago that they spent fifteen <laughs> minutes burying the shit.
0: Speaking of cat shit,
1: everything uh, I've ever done is
0: terrible. <laughs> Can I take you down to the TED
2: Peacock <laughs> original series corner? Um, yeah, sure. For a hot second. Because I wasn't kidding when I said this in the Peter Griffin slash Ted voice earlier in the program. Dan and I watched the entirety of this show in two days, finishing the finale this morning. Feel so pretty good about that? I feel great about it, mm. quite frankly. For people unfamiliar, Ted is the film series. They made two entries. Mark Wahlberg stars alongside Ted. A teddy bear
0: who has the Peter Griffin voice.
1: Hey, how you doing,
0: Ted? Uh, I'm a teddy bear, and I say gritty, wacky things. Uh.
1: All right, that's it. I didn't feel like doing the voice.
0: Uh. Uh, cool. We didn't invite you back for, the, for this prequel series, Mark. Uh, Hoops thought that you, they should have de-aged you, <laughs> and that should have been who it starred, but they cast a teenage kid with a bean-set accent instead. And he was actually pretty good.
2: The
1: kid playing the young
2: Mark Wahlberg.
1: Who is... Is anyone besides Seth MacFarlane's voice back? Um, Patrick Warburton, perhaps? No, they don't even sneak uh, him into a Ted, uh, the homophobic bits of me
0: at the car rental place. Is this <laughs> high anything?
2: High five. But this show is way better than you'd think it would be. I don't even love the Ted movies. I laugh at like the idea of Ted and the fact that Seth MacFarlane had the audacity to just reuse the Peter Griffin voice for a whole other franchise. But this has laughs. It's got a bunch of Boston stuff. They reference like Papaginos and friendlies in very casual ways
1: where I was like, okay, okay. I think they pretty much won you over immediately with the Papaginos reference. I mean, it's more than that. I know
2: I'm a real sucker. Sounds like for, it has a,
1: there's a stacked deck here.
2: Like, episode one, uh, Ted is showing the young Mark, Wahl, Mark Wahlberg stand-in how to buy weed. And oh. he's, like, teaching him how to talk to babes. Like, Ted's a fun guy. <laughs> I'm like, this Ted, he really, I really changed my tune on Ted watching this. He was pretty charming. And also a bunch of, like, good 90s references. And this show, it was seven episodes long. It's on Peacock. Mm. The episodes start as an hour. By the end, they're like 35
1: minutes. I don't like when they do that. Give me the same formula.
2: Yeah, I don't I find it very upsetting when a show it's like, what do you like
1: who's make who's behind this over there? You can't just make every episode the same length? Do it you get a me, mental like a mental flow when you're watching a show of how long it's supposed to be. And you can kind of ballpark in your head when it's going to be over and what part it should be at. And when they fuck with the timeline, it's not great or yeah. the time length really. But like, okay, I'm going to watch this. To be honest, I actually had it set as a reminder, both Thursday, Friday, and potentially yesterday. Uh, and <laughs> I kept getting watched head at the wrong times. And I was like, yeah, I'm doing this now. And da da da, da And I never got to it, but I'm I'm not out. I'm, I'm there with this
2: yeah like it's very dumb but it's like pretty well written for how silly the premise is and the mm. fact that it's a prequel to these movies like i was watching it like this is great this is like the most fun i've had watching something in like a while this is fucking insane yeah i'll watch it i'm whispering this into the mic it's all right get a good whisper in but yeah i recommended muchly. it's on mm. peacock
1: all right ted on ted. peacock ted. What I watched a bunch we talk about next hit me. I watched, um, we've been watching the prison. We, I think there's more episodes coming. We've been watching the prison, uh, confessions of Gypsy Rose Blanchard about that woman whose mother, like, gave her Munchausen's by proxy or whatever, and mm. told her she was sick when she wasn't and treated her like garbage. So she and her boyfriend killed the woman, and she went to jail for eight years and she just got out. And now there's a, a show and a do- other documentaries, and uh, When she was still in jail, Patricia Arquette and Joey King did a docudrama about her that she does not appreciate. I don't think she ever greenlit it. Ooh. Not that it mattered. I don't think you need to for people, but if I were her, I would sue now that I have some notoriety, but...
2: No one ever likes the movie or show that was made about their life. Nobody really looks good
1: in a biopic. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like no one's ever like, yeah, they nailed it. That's exactly how it went down. And I feel good about the portrayal. They're always Mm -hmm.
1: like, it fucking didn't happen that way. And this fucking guy is a fucking idiot and blah, blah, blah. So this, this is good, it's on Lifetime. They Like I've pension, mentioned before, the way to get to Lifetime is either have a cable package and watch it with commercials or jump in on demand through their dumb app that only links up to cable. It's it's just, they make everything so challenging. Just to, to touch on that further, my dad gave me access through his family plan to his Google uh, YouTube TV, mm. which is a fun app to have and it's $72 a month, which I'm not gonna pay for myself, but this is, I think, the plan. My dad's in Florida, I'm here, it knows that, and it says, oh, you only have a limited time because we know you're not in the the right spot, even Mm -hmm. though he put me on his access. So I tried logging in as him, even that didn't work. It's like, it knows where you are. It's like, well, what if I have two homes?
2: I don't like the fact that they're trying to like cut down on all that. Oh it's yeah. like,
1: can't we have anything? For, for parasites who borrow other people's streaming logins, your days are numbered is what yeah. I'm realizing. Like YouTube has, or I'm sorry, Google has come up with the technology to prevent this based on IP address tracking. You're all fucked. They make it so frustrating. And I'm glad I have that fire stick now because
2: even something as simple as like when you open an app and you have to re-sign in, it's like, I might kill myself instead of doing this
1: especially when it's not your login yeah and it requires two-factor authorization and then you're hitting the person up especially if you do it without even asking and then it's like oh great i just sent this person an email yeah and you know they're gonna to be be honest i share my shit with a lot of people and i always get annoyed Mm. it's impossible not to i try not to i'm like it makes sense why wouldn't i share it it's not inconvenient to me Mm. at one point i think i got blocked out of a hulu because it was too many people were on it at once and i was just like I'm not doing this. Yeah. I'm not not being able to watch something I pay $20 a month for and I think I booted everybody. <laughs> it's fair.
2: Cuz yeah, it's like a headache. There are times where it's like I can't like be like what's the password again? Like, I don't
1: is- I don't mind as much when you do it, I guess, but I think I had Safe. to cut a couple of people. Mm. If you're listening and you got cut, sorry man. You suck. Monty, I will never let you log into anything. I want you to pony up the cash. Monty has like $100 million in the bank, Mm. and it'll never see the light of day.
2: Hank's not kidding. He's on countless occasions been like about to give us the pass with him and like, oh, wait, I have to do this off thread so Monty doesn't see it.
1: Monty has like a Breaking Bad, Bill Burr laying down on a pile of money at his home (laughs) in Colorado that he'll never spend. It's just sitting there with moths flying around it.
2: He's lying on top of it like Huel, just listening to the pod. They <laughs> do have the
1: same skin tone
2: <laughs> and body. You fat. You fat shit. Fuck. Fuck you. You piece of fucking garbage.
0: I'm not normally like this.
2: I need to start watching more goofball reality
3: shows.
1: OT baby uh i love them all so the prison confessions of gypsy rose blanchard on lifetime is great I'm already tired of her though.
2: They've had a lot of pull quotes. Yeah. They're being like, "I think like Jennifer Lawrence should play me in this," and I think
1: this. It's like Jennifer Lawrence doing a nude scene as Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Now I'm listening. Fucking, hmm. fucking, you see that in like Just Friends or whatever that was called? Fucking, I did. That was an enjoyable film. Her bouncing her boobs around on the, the beach, huh? She looks great. She looks great. She's like forty too. Well, not quite,
2: but fucking, she's still- not
1: young and she looks awesome. So she's good for her. Good for you.
3: You fat good for
1: you, Jennifer Lawrence. Bitch. Good for you. <laughs> yes. I'm trying to find the actual good for you drop. Oh, there it is. Good for you. <laughs> good for you, you found it. Good for you, Ank. Fuck. Um can we talk about Ezra Miller's The Flash? <laughs> we can't. I wish that was the actual title of the movie. <laughs> what, like Lee Daniels the Butler. <laughs> I'm the butler! My wife's dead. Ezra Miller's The Flash. I am bummed oh. that Ezra Miller went ahead and got themselves canceled because. It's so classy, if you boy! That. This would have been a hit franchise. What do you mm. think?
2: I'd like the fans to know that Ank sent a text
1: while watching mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. Flash that read, "Go ahead and expose me. It's not even a secret." This is a perfect movie. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Post that. <laughs> perfect. Does it say
1: I'm watching the Flash?
2: You wrote Neil Before Cod. We were doing a bit where Cod was General <laughs> Cod instead of General Zod. We were having a lot of fun. Neil
3: Before Cod.
2: And then you wrote J-Voice. Yeah, then The Flash. This is a perfect movie. <clears throat> I, have, I text
1: a lot. Have it here on wax. It's hard seeing your own text sent, like how many you send in a row to other people. <laughs> Some people participate so infrequently in that thread, I forget that they're even there. <laughs> Joe chimes in like maybe once a day. You're you're low on the list now too. It's mostly me and Jack. I decent amount of activity from Cod and Parsons. Mm. Monty, you Monty, you and Joe are all barely there. Sometimes it's overwhelming. Like I'll look at it; it's just like too much and too
2: many different topics. It's like I don't even know where to hop in here. I'm just gonna like just <laughs> then- start listening safe Well, i mean i do read it all do you read all of
1: it ever yeah most most you'll like sit down and just because we're talking this is a group text we've had folks called the lunch table with uh scott and myself monty parsons uh jack and joe and codpiece and And, some of them have been on the show we uh, go deep and if it ever got leaked to the public it's more offensive than anything i've ever done on this show so I'm, I'm no hoping doubt. that it does not get leaked because I didn't mean no. any of that. It's all lies.
2: Yeah. It's all uh, AI did it. They photoshopped it mm. with uh, yeah, the whole deal. And what uh, movie or show were you talking about? Were we in the middle of a thing? The Flash. Yes, The Flash. The movie of the year. Yes. I'm not
1: even kidding. This was the best movie that came out all year. What do you think? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think this is classic Ank.
1: Are you willing to stand by this claim? I am. Claim? Mm-hmm. Okay. Get a lie detector in the chill zone. I will prove to you that I am not lying. So in a couple
2: months, I'm going to pull this audio on the pod and play it back to you. You saying that The Flash is the movie of the year. Mm-hmm. And we're going to see if that stands.
1: Oh, it'll stand. You're going to because be surprised. It's. I'll tell you the things I liked about it. This will prove my point.
2: I didn't hate The Flash. I didn't think it was nearly as bad as everyone...
1: They do the multiverse thing perfectly. It's fun. How much did the spit take? The CGI is good. <laughs> Wait, what? Good CGI. Even in that opening segment where he's I'm like... Just catching the babies is not great. But other than that, I think it's pretty good. That looked like I made it in Photoshop. Like squigging around. <laughs> okay. Um, Michael Shannon as Zod is very funny. Yes, it, it is true. Everyone hates Ezra. So ob- I am, as a contrarian, am obligated to love him. He actually isn't terrible, I think he has a lot of talent. They have a lot of talent. Yeah. I've always really enjoyed Ezra Miller, and it's such a fucking shame that they went ahead and like kidnapped a child, brought them to Vermont, changed their name, and gave them ketamine mm. while beating people up in Hawaii and like getting himself fired and canceled from everything. Mm. It's a shame that he did all of those they did all of those things because there was a career there, I think. The
2: movie's a bit of a mess. I think, like, I don't like, it's got a lot of multiverse stuff, which is kind of obit-worthy and annoying. But, I mean, it's got Michael Keaton in it. Even though they kind of waste him, they don't do a ton with him. But he's there, like, hanging out for a bit. He does get the,
1: you want to get nuts, let's get nuts off. Yeah. Which we we knew about, because it's in the trailer? Or it leaked, whatever it was.
2: But and it's also supergirl's a babe and mm. she's kind of fun Who's
1: that actress again i don't think i've seen her in anything else sasha Calais. should have been sasha mitchell huh. oh of step-by-step fame him getting arrested for beating his wife <laughs> no doubt um you want to get nuts let's get nuts where is it i had the drop i hate my fucking soundboard The flash. I I genuinely thought it was a lot of fun. I thought the Keaton stuff was great. I wish there was a little bit more affleck. I understand how they Mm. probably only had him on set for a day because they couldn't afford him.
2: Yeah, that scene's cool when that action scene at the beginning where he's like getting dragged by That chase? Yeah, it's dope. Come on. Let's get
1: nuts. Classic Keaton. I I just thought it was fun. It's a movie that if you go into it with low or no expectations and you put it on a 77-inch TV, (laughs) oh With the sound cranked up, I got two subwoofers up there now. Like it was, it was great for that purpose. The audio is really good. I don't know. It just plays. It's fun. And I don't like superhero movies typically, but I do enjoy DC and I don't enjoy Marvel. And I don't know. That's The Flash. It's on Mm. what? Amazon Prime? Yeah. Amazon Prime's got it for free.
2: Just as one last thing what did you think of that whole end sequence where like he's looking at all the universes and they have like the christopher reeves popeye i gotta be honest with
1: you when he's looking through all the different universes and that the like cgi de-aged christopher reeves superman it, it it's pretty bad
2: that whole segment is a disaster and it's like what is that's how you're ending this movie being like like who's watching that and thinking like Whoa, like, look at that, like, unbelievably fake-looking Christopher Reeves and that other girl from the original Superman. This is sick. And, they like, should
1: have just showed Christopher Reeves paralyzed. That would have been <laughs> a lot more fun. <laughs>
2: yeah. Gridley? I don't know, I thought it had a lot of stuff like that where I thought it was dumb and the CGI looked like dog shit. Hmm. But it also had some
1: other cool moments. Can we make the Flash the... Uh, Featured review. Sure. Or it could be between... It's. We, I wish we could do a vote. I wish we were live right now. Ooh. Because another movie that might be... The, the funnier featured review option, I believe, is Jim Caviezel and Mel Gibson's Sound of Freedom. Yes. Starring
2: Bill Camp, <laughs> uh, godfather of the show. Bill Camp
1: gets probably seven multi-page monologues throughout this movie, and he doesn't nail any of them.
2: For people who forgot, this is the movie that about child trafficking uh, that I think like six months after it came out, it was revealed one of the filmmakers behind it was arrested for child trafficking.
1: That's how he had so much real world experience. He was just doing research the whole time. I mean, it's just laughable levels Mm. of absurdity. I, this was one of the dumbest movies I've ever seen. (laughs) I really don't give a fuck about child trafficking. Take them all. Uh, Jim Caviezel's career evaporated after maybe Frequency in 1999. And he's done almost, or 2001, whatever. He's, I don't think that was an accident. I don't think he's good. Like he did the, what? The Passion of the Christ. Okay. And I think that if anything was, these movies do well because there's an audience of maniacs who go to church 15 times a week Mm -hmm. and- are like right-wing religious types who follow Mel Gibson and don't mind his anti semitism or his racism or his abuse of his ex-wife. This was just a movie, like half the lines are done in ADR. It's just like the the sets all look really fake. It was very meandering. The director, Mm. I've never even heard of him, Alejandro Monteverde. Somehow I rewatched the same 27 minute period or chunk of it and didn't even notice it like, My Amazon Prime rewound it without me doing it. It didn't save my space.
2: I kind of did that with this movie too. I never, I didn't finish it, but I watched the first half like two and a
1: half times. And I was just like, you know what? I don't like movies anymore. Click. There's 42 people credited for producing this movie. Also in the EP category, really. And Tony Robbins, famed motivational speaker with the giant head is one of them. Hey, that's too many producers. What did all of you do? I don't understand how they needed all that much money to film this thing. It's like they're down in the Dominican with a bunch of Hispanic extras that probably cost, you know, a bag of M&Ms. No. Rifling off dialogue written by dumbasses. It just sucked. There's a scene where Bill Camp and Jim Caviezel just freed a bunch of these kids from slavery or whatever. And uh, Jim Caviezel's listening to the children laughing and he looks over at Bill Camp and Bill Camp smiles and delivers the line. He says, you hear that? That's the sound of freedom. And I had the biggest laugh I've had in a movie in a while and recorded it. I like rewound it and recorded it again. And then Bill Camp looked to the camera and that's the title of the movie. <laughs> you trying to come up with what you thought uh, Bill Camp was good in was funny.
2: I know. I'm still trying to remember. He's good. He's that guy. When I see him pop up, I'm like, ooh, he's, he's in this. He's good. He's mm. a good that guy.
1: I have a, a thought. Tell me. We could play the Did Scotty Cry game about this? That might be too easy.
2: About Sound of Freedom? Mm. I didn't finish it, but I didn't even come close to crying in yeah, what I, I saw. I didn't even
1: find the music. It would be too easy. We haven't had a good Did Scotty Cry in a while, where it's like almost an option.
2: Why don't you ask me that question about the Ted Peacock TV show?
1: Okay. Wait, <laughs> hold on while I find the music. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Folks, we're here with the Did Scotty Cry game, and we're going to ask, Scott actually gave us the idea, it's perfect. So it feels like I'm being baited here. Did Scott cry at the TED prequel TV show? I'm gonna give you a few seconds just to lock your answers in at home. For new fans, uh, remember that
2: I'll cry at almost anything. I cried at the Talking Dog movie starring Will Ferrell and Kevin Hart, Strays couple months ago. okay
1: so answers locked in remember that scott did cry at the dog movie strays and that he cries at pretty much anything i'm gonna say you did otherwise you wouldn't have brought it up
2: i did not but i came ah. dangerously close to and had to use restraint
1: you held back tears i did Were you afraid dan would make fun of you
2: no i told him i was like i was like oh shit this is getting me <laughs> but i was just Oh, just let it
1: out, man. If I had the ability to do that, I'd have a nice nice cry right now on the air. mm. You know how funny that would be if one of us cried on air? (laughs) Like Bobby Lee on Opie and Anthony talking about how he got molested. (laughs) And then, like, making fun of him for it and for crying. That was such good stuff. The twofer. (laughs) Being mean to people. The best. Mean. The good stuff. So, okay, I lost. That was my first out of maybe four times. I should keep track. It got,
2: you know, it was real close, though. Folks, that, email
1: we, enough the podcast at Gmail if you want to send in your votes or whatever. If you are winning against me on the Did Scotty Cry game. Winning. Um, seven Gram Rocks. And winning. Tiger's Blood.
2: Maybe we don't count that one because that one wasn't really fair. Mm, was I, feel, like I felt nutty. tricked. Yeah.
1: I'm we'll, going to count it though. It counts. No, we'll strike my it. Gut, my gut might have said don't say yes because... I don't know. You you misdirected me, which is good. That's how a game is played.
2: My gut says, "Fuck you, buddy." Um, a lot of gut talk. And I would like to. Can we talk about the Hulu Ridge film, Self Reliance, which just dropped the other day? Uh, the that debut was fun film from actor Jake Johnson. He wrote and directed
1: this film. And also stars in it. He finished up on the set of Minx, and he just got right (laughs) back
2: out there. Uh, For people who don't remember Minx, which is
1: most of (laughs) you, it was a, like, Cinemax show that was probably, like, the last gasp of that network. I believe it was a Max original, but those are all under the same umbrella (laughs) now. Thanks, Warner Brothers, for making it extra complicated. HBO was such a fucking household name, Mm -hmm. such a brand, and they just evaporated it for nothing.
2: Yeah, but Minx... It actually was pretty good. I liked just, it, yeah. But people might remember him as the guy from New Girl. Mostly, yeah. The messy which, one
1: who bartended. Nick. Yeah,
2: who was like with uh, her for most of the series. They had like charming banter. He's great in everything. Everything yeah. I've seen him in, I'm like, this guy is very natural and believable. I'm always like, ooh, he's in this. Get me a movie with Jake Johnson and
1: Bill Camp. I'll be like, here we go. The Sound of Freedom 2 starring <laughs> Jake Johnson. Him just chuckling it up at kids disappearing.
2: Yeah, he's like, he's a dude, Mm. and you know, he's he's got some talent as a writer director. This was an interesting movie. I'm gonna look up the summary because if I try to explain it myself, I feel like I will do a bad job. Given the opportunity to participate in a life or death reality game show, one man discovers there's a lot to live for. That's a fun. Mm. inspiring kind of a
1: log line i typically don't love anna kendrick she's worked for me in the last few things she's done in particular that blake lively movie from what's his faith paul haggis or paul feig or whatever his name is feig, yeah feig um i liked her in this and i think she works well amongst or uh, alongside rather jake uh, johnson and yeah. It was a nice breezy hour and twenty five minutes, which is a thing that more movies should do. Mm. You can get there quicker; just get there yeah. quicker.
2: They were in the also underseen movie "Drinking Buddies" together. Oh, that's right. Joe Swanberg joint that I recommend. I think that's on Hulu or one of these streamers as well.
1: You know what else is good with him is "Safety Not Guaranteed." Yes, that's a Duplass brother movie, I believe. Yeah, and that's good. I enjoyed that as well. He's just like a fun indie guy who somehow fell into an interesting Hollywood career. Mm. A- aside from having a big TV role for multiple years. A lot of guys will just disappear after that.
2: He seems like a dude. He's yeah. someone I'm like, I bet we get along. Oh, oh he's we'd, a hang for we'd sure. Um, Jake Johnson, come on the pod.
1: This was a good one. I liked the the, I thought it was fun. Not mm. too heavy, not a thinker. Biff Whiff is in it. He plays a homeless person, and he changes his name halfway through the movie. There's just bits about it that are, that are very good.
2: Yeah, like they, when he's together with one of the other people playing the game, they can't, like, get him. Mm. So they're, like, forced together. And there's a lot of, yeah, he has good chemistry with Anna Kendrick. They had a charming little back and forth. Yeah. And yeah, for people who are unfamiliar with Biff Wiff, he's that old guy from I Think You Should Leave. The, the two th-
1: mil guy that plays Santa. So Bruce Willis is not the original <sighs> originator of two Mill, even though that probably was his quote as well for all those Chad Michael Murray straight to video CGI cover movies.
3: Hey, you're making Hulu originals. You're impeding on my territory. Hey, as long as I could get on the cover with my name on the opposite
1: side <laughs> above the other person.
2: Stay out of my
1: territory. Breaking two mil—that's Bruce Willis. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a way to make Bruce Willis into breaking, like breaking brain. I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I made a bunch of meth, and then I did it, and now I'm losing my mind. Jeez. Uh,
2: but yeah, this—did uh, you mention Wayne Brady is in this playing himself? I
1: didn't, but he pops up in this as himself, as does Andy Samberg, who was credited with producing this, which I think is funny.
2: I like that guy. Who played one of his friends who kept calling Andy Sandberg
1: the Sams. He's like, oh, man, I love the Sams. At one point, Jake <laughs> Johnson's mother in the movie called him Sandy Amberg, and that got me good. <laughs> it's a cute little mom joke. Oh, yeah.
2: Sandy Amberg. Call me
1: Sandy Amberg. Yeah, I thought this was
2: like a fun, creative little movie. This is a movie called like a little movie. It mm. was like kind of slight, one might say. Not to shit on it, but it was like you could tell it didn't have the biggest budget in the world, the but they got a lot out of it.
1: I'd prefer a low budget movie that does a lot with a little than some over the top. you know i don't want to use the flash as an example but the flash is a movie that i loved but it was way over budgeted mm. they probably spent like what 240 million dollars on it
2: oh i guarantee they're wishing they spent less making that movie because it did not make it back classic warner brothers oh yeah
1: um yeah this is fun it's on hulu it's an hour and 25 minutes it's not high commitment it's like a television show just watch it Mm. self-reliance i also watched totally killer Ooh. On Param- Amazon Prime, that uh, horror movie with time travel, which mm. sounds awful out loud, but it was I thought it was fun. I don't remember mm. much else about it or anyone who was in its names, but it's a movie with a, like a kind of unique premise, question mm. mark, that I, I don't know, was expecting full well to hate. It starts off, actually, with Lachlan Monroe yes. of Little Man fame From alongside uh, Leslie Mann, I think. Uh. As, no, um... Not Leslie Mann, the one from Modern Family who's was in Happy Gilmore. She walked Oh yeah. She's great. She's a babe. How are we not getting this? Judith Light or whatever the fuck her name is. <sighs> yes. Um, uh Julie Bowen. Julie Bowen. Good get. Uh I enjoyed this a lot, actually, for what it was. I think I gave it like two two and a half. But for I for a movie that you're expecting to shut and then you're like, Oh, this is good and you finish it and you wanna know mm. what happens, that's to me a a big rising to the expectation or whatever.
2: I just remember I tried to watch this when it first came out and I shut it because they, instead of having their own time travel explanation, they just kept referencing Back to the Future. They just kept being like, oh, Mm. this is how it was in Back to the Future. I was like, this is so lazy. Yeah, they
1: they were trying pretty hard to give you some sort of like a device in your brain to associate this movie with a really good movie.
2: Yeah, it's, I don't know it's probably fine that was my i'm trying to remember this i'm not recommending this
1: movie to anybody by the way for the record i just was pleasantly surprised expecting to hate it and not hating it
2: Mm. okay
1: other than that that's pretty much all i watched yeah i'm trying to think
2: of anything else i think i might have been taken in
1: i tried to watch a cat williams special that didn't work out i do like him but hello motherfucker He's having a moment right now because of that Shannon Sharp interview that he just did where he sort of calls out all of Hollywood for being in some sort of a club of, of pedophilia and whatnot. Mm. I mean, preach, cat. Hmm. Motherfucker. Uh,
2: Dan and I watched Four Brothers the other day. Have you ever
1: seen that? I have, yes. Hey, how you doing? It's me. Yeah. I'm one of the brothers. Hey, how are the two black guys? How are
3: they, how are yeah. they my brothers? Why We're is not related. Really? Get this guy
2: out of here. What is this, like not literal or something?
1: What, what the fuck's going on? I got three brothers.
2: <laughs> but uh, I'd never seen it before. It was just on it's TV. It's decent.
1: Was that John Singleton? I think, maybe. think so. I want to say yes. Okay. Can I say yes? <laughs> like Tyrese and uh, Taylor Kitsch, maybe?
2: this was a good like dumb guy movie oh yeah we're we're watching just kind of like goofing on it it was fun to goof on
1: is it taylor kitsch it's gonna drive me crazy no it's
2: the that's a good comparison the guy uh we're flailing on
1: names tonight he today he's in tron legacy uh the fuck is his name was he in varsity blues or um friday night lights no, I, that's taylor kitch fuck I, what is this guy's name i'm not gonna get it i don't it want up. i'm looking it up you're alive i'm looking it up tron legacy who's the kid in that uh jeff bridges no it's garrett Hedlund. yes
2: what a weird name garrett
1: Hedlund was supposed to be the next big thing and then it never really stuck yeah tron is a movie remembered pretty much just for its good soundtrack
2: I mean, it's a hell of a Daft Punk soundtrack. I listen to it regularly, mm. like a real herb.
1: Um, is
2: but that yes. enough? Four brothers. My letterbox. I my letterbox review. I did remember to review What'd it. Would you on give there. it? Yeah, four stars.
1: Really? A real four stars? One for each brother. <laughs> <laughs> That's that. enough for me. Uh, <laughs> so ha- I, I so, had a good time, and uh, goodbye. Uh, Bye. Um,
2: Folks, uh, what's coming out in theaters this week that we'll be talking about next week? Let me take a quick little gander here. I'm going to probably watch that Netflix movie about the soccer team that crashed in the Andes. They did another version of that story. Oh, it's dubbed, though. Is it? Yeah. I I, I was going to watch it, too, but it's dubbed. I'll watch
1: it, like, with subtitles. Can you watch it undubbed? Subtitles are hard, because then how do you look at your phone the whole movie? (laughs) Every second of every line of dialogue, just staring directly into your phone.
2: That's why I like it. It forces me to not do that. It forces me to be a movie guy.
1: Not a bad move.
2: So we'll watch that. Maybe we'll get into
1: the new True Detective. Detective! Maybe we watch some more Reacher. Wow. I forgot to talk about Reacher. It's probably because the second season disenchanted me so much, but I don't know. I'll finish a little more of it and then give a real review. Yes. So listen, buddy, I got to go, but ankfit.com. Hell yeah. I'm not looking for trainers anymore. I'm full, but they need clients. I'm kind of full, but if you're looking to check out the gym, come work out with some of my other guys.
2: I'm also full from eating. He's he a, should be
1: down at Fit, That fat mess. <laughs> you not, and me. He's not even fat anymore. Oh uh, fuck! He'll I, always be fat to me. <laughs> I ruined the the shtick. You broke the fat wall. <sighs> Ooh, that's good. Um, have a goo, folks. Have a goo. Thanks for
2: listening, and bye. We're going
3: back to basics for Fast Eleven.
2: I can't wait the movies